when he said that, I was like, well, then it's not your money. It's our money. It's <laughs> our money. <laughs> like, you're sure, right. Never, hey, what's up? I'm Kat. And uh, I never in my life thought I would see AOMG, but I'm going to see AOMG. <laughs> Amazing. Hi, I'm Cynthia. Um, I'm real tired. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Terika. I am not going to see AOMG, but I did go to an Ace fan sign, so I guess... That kind of makes up for it, not really, but that was still great. Cool. Don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna kidnap Loco. We'll be yeah. like, you thought you're gonna go to the military. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to prison before you go to the military. You're going what? to Texas. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, hello everybody. My name is Carolina, and just like Terika said, I also went to an Ace fan sign and had no idea what the heck I was doing. Woo! Hey. <laughs> still bitter that it wasn't given to me as an option. So. <laughs> Okay, well, let's start off the week. Uh, it's kind of like a slow week for news, but it's kind of like big news. Um, first of all, talking about BTS. Yes, again, they <laughs> got nominated for a Grammy Award. Woo! Which is funny best, because that yeah, one interview like, kept kept popping up when Sugar was like, oh, yeah, we're going to the Grammys, and they, and they all busted out laughing, and now look at them. Wow. Yeah, it's for album packaging, so it's for the artwork of their album, so it's more their, like, art director and stuff, but still, it's BTS's name, mm-hmm. and it's a stepping stone, because ain't no other K-pop artist ever been nominated for any type of Grammy, so... Yeah, but I think that, in where it says art director, it says BTS. Like, they're, they are a part of the art director so category. So, the thing... Well, the thing is that usually it doesn't go to the art- artist for it, but I read an article about it that BTS are actually included into it. So I don't give a shit. All I know is BTS are Grammy-nominated artists. So there's that. Also, I hope that they perform. Um, also, also <laughs> we will be there. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> Dang. Me and, me and Terika. <laughs> literally we're going to be seat fillers. Look yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> Got to find them in the crowd while watching the Grammys. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, but this is a big achievement in general, even if it isn't like an award that's going to go to BTS or that's a nomination for BTS. Mm-hmm. It's a big step in general because, like I said, K-pop acts aren't usually brought into the Grammy. Yeah, Grammy. they've never, there's no other K-pop group that's ever been nominated at all or even been considered for a Grammy. But this is big then, not only, you know, obviously for them specifically, but even then, just like the K-pop world can be like, the K-pop community in itself getting recognition yep. enough that that you know a K-pop group was nominated for a Grammy like that's now a thing that could happen to other artists as well. But no, like it's a big, big accomplishment, you know, in the K-pop world being recognized. Like even if it's for just like the packaging way of the albums, which again, even now albums nowadays like nobody makes an album and it's only in k-pop that you see all these intricate designs and like yeah, packaging mm-hmm, for, for sure. albums so for it to exactly. be recognized it's about time i was just saying in general for like boy bands because we know that as of late the grammys haven't really been too oh yeah supportive oh, yeah. of boy bands getting nominated so true true yeah seriously Worst One Direction you know, nomination. <coughs> One Direction, it. thank you, yeah. Seriously. Harry Styles didn't even get a fucking nomination for a solo album, which deserved it, because that was a fucking masterpiece. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all in all, I'm really excited for next year as well, when they win five Grammys. So. <laughs> hey, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Putting it out in the universe. But there is a lot of uh, 
BS going around on Twitter, like, oh, they got nominated for drawing a line. Like, are you that bitter? Like, just take take it as an achievement and a, oh, my God, this is crazy that K-pop is getting recognition and that it could eventually lead to groups you like becoming mm-hmm. yep. nominated for Grammys. Oh, please. People always got something to say. On I know, but up. it's just, like, ridiculous. <laughs> like, don't, don't. Don't be that person. There were a lot of jokes saying that they probably got that like holographic gin photo card in tears. They're like, all right, this is it. This is the album. <laughs> yes. Right when they announced it, somebody was just like, uh, it's like me to the Grammys. Oh, so are you going to nominate BTS for their music? The Grammys to me. No, but did you see this holographic stuff? This is cool. <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> this is fire. Somebody at the Grammys office got a fucking Yoongi pick card and they were like, ooh, this is it. This man gotta come here right now. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta nominate them for something. Oh, and someone was like, also like, oh, Yoongi, why didn't you fucking specify which Grammy? Which which category? (laughs) But you know, know, what he speaks comes true. I think it's, um, it's funny too, like, this happened and it's like a big achievement and then everybody's just like, this is a joke. Like, we're just making jokes about the whole situation. But you know that once, like, it's, like, two days before the Grammys, the whole, like, ARMY fandom, like, the whole BTS fandom is going to be shitting their pants. So that's right. going to be so fun. <laughs> like, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I was really nervous the day before and then the morning of because I just kept refreshing it all morning. I was super nervous for them. Uh, I hope that they recorded their reaction. I know. They probably did. Yeah, it probably did. Other history-making news. My dreamies, NCT Dream, um, made the list of Time Magazine's 2018 list of 25 most influential teens. That makes me uncomfortable. But yeah! <laughs> <laughs> They're the only K-pop artists to make it into that list, so that's pretty huge as well, especially because the dreamies are the superior unit. So <laughs> yeah! And also, in other Saturn news, Mark graduated from NCT Dream and he cried at their show and now (laughs) no I bet you I bet you they're gonna put him in like three other units in the China in the China unit like he's like surprise hidden member but I know that now everybody's kind of wondering like who's gonna be the leader like who is gonna step up to take the role of that so that'll be fun to see it ain't gonna be Hitchin (laughs) <laughs> no probably He'll not he'll be leaving soon too probably gonna be uh, Jenno oh, Renjun maybe Jenno also who was the member that made the comment that they feel sad for the new like fans cause they'll never be able to see the original dreamies I, <laughs> I was like what like why would you say that it was Donghyuk it was Donghyuk my okay. emotional little baby oh my god <sighs> but uh yes NCT Dream my children I love them so much I'm so happy for them and Yes. Keep making history. Yay, Kings. baby. Yay. My little princes. I'm excited to talk about this subject, okay? Because <laughs> um, I love when people get what they deserve. Sadie <laughs> Karma. got, and they said it was a mutual parting, but if I Where? know the person that Rhymer is, Sadie got kicked out of Brandy. Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows that was not mutual. Uh, <laughs> Sadie got his ass booted from brand new music uh for the mess that he has caused ever since he put out feminist yeah um and honestly i'm not even sad brand new music is starting to produce idols and rhymer is an intelligent man and he has a very powerful and very known wife 
And I am sure that when Feminist came out, he was not happy because I read that he didn't consult the label when he not released Feminist. No, no. The nope. label had no clue. Brand no new clue. music had no clue. Even when the song after the song got released, brand new music was like, we had no idea that he had written the song, that the song existed, that he planned on posting the song. That he thought like this. Yeah. The- right. <laughs> he had no clue. So at that point, I knew. I was like, oh, this, gonna, like, this is going to be some shit. And here we are. He got booted out. Which, again, not only did he do, like, go behind the back and release the song that was super, like, disgusting. Um, He also, at their show, caused super disruption. Like, he was super disruptive, talking back to the fans and doing all the stuff at the brand new music, like, family tour that, like, show that they did. He caused a lot. It was a lot, a lot of issues for this company that, like Kat said, they're producing Idols. M- yep. MXM is thriving and doing super well. Wujin and Dave are start. Yep. They're going to come back and do all this stuff. They, you know, no other person. I'm pretty sure he's just like, now nah, we're not ruining this company's like yep. integrity and, and reputation nope. because of you being an ass. So bye-bye. I just don't understand how he like, did he not think that this was going to be the outcome? Like, I don't understand why he was, like, acting so confused at the show as to why people were booing him. And, like, I just don't understand what he, like, his thought process behind doing this. Like, did he think that he was yeah. going to be like, oh, yay, we're going to praise you and, like, set you up for another album or something? Like, I don't, like, what? No. You're, like, sabotaging yourself, homie. Like, you did this to yourself. Basically. Yeah, because like, he was literally, like, in the crowd because people, like, women, of course, that went to a brand new music show had signs that was like oh like sandy is a pig like Mm -hmm. sandy's a dick like stuff like that he literally like went into their face and was like do you feel good about what you're doing and then he like acapella rapped the lyrics to feminists and everyone was just like get the fuck off the stage he's like do you hate me this bad i love y'all i love you i'm like how embarrassing it was the video was so cringy i was like oh my god i was like please stop (laughs) <laughs> and the thing is that like Cheetah is a part of brand new music as well. I know that she probably got on his ass. Oh about yeah, this. she did. And yeah, they're like friends because on High School Rapper, I know you guys don't watch High School Rapper and stuff, but their last season, so the first season, um, oh no, it was this season. So this season they were on it together as like a coaching duo, like a producing duo, and they wow. were like, they're like really close friends. So I was like, the type of woman that Cheetah is, like. I know she was like, bro, what the fuck? I was just like, wow, that's sad. Well, I've we've always known Sunny was problematic, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, from the jump. Those fucking rainbow dreads in the unit. I was like, disgusting. Disappointed, okay. but not surprised. Exactly. Right? Exactly. exactly. But uh, moving on here, we got some sadder news about enlistments. Uh, Changsub from B2B announced that he is enlisting January 14th of next year. But before he does so, he will be releasing some solo music for us. So I'm really excited to hear that. Yeah. And also, our baby. Oh, no. Cats. Oh, cats, oh, baby. Anu finally. This is my first bias that's going into the military. And I am very distressed. <laughs> I am. It's a stressful situation. I'm like, oh, my God, two years. Yeah, so he enlisted and he showed pictures of him getting like his haircut and wrote a little letter. And obviously before he left, he left us with voice, which will we talk about later. Uh, An emotional album. Stay tuned for the album review. 
Um, UNB, if you guys watch the unit, you know that uh, it produced two idol groups. So UNB and Unit T. Um, unit T already had their last comeback, but it was just recently announced that UNB will be having their final concert in Japan in January, which I'm not sure why this... First of all, the whole thing with UNB is confusing because they've done more promo in Japan than they have in Korea. I the whole know. Point of the show <laughs> was, was to make them famous in, in Korea. Korea. Most of them are already famous in Japan. And I'm like, why? You make no sense. <laughs> yeah, the dudes. logic is not Two there. plus two equals fish. <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay. Like, I'm just like, all right. They didn't even, re- they haven't even released Japanese music, have they? I don't think. Not that I know no, of. No, no. It's only been Korean. Yeah, the whole, like, unit f- thing was a fucking, it was a mess. I was just. It was like random members kind of like got more promo than the yeah. whole UMB as it's like as a group, which I thought was weird. But am I surprised just with how the whole thing kind of turned out? Not really. No. Um, I think they went to Japan just because they're popular in Japan and they could make money in Japan. And I, but I'm just yeah. like, but again, yeah, it doesn't go with what the concept was supposed to be. But now that we're talking about Chani, uh, Tarek and I went to the to be an A show in Atlanta. Oh my god! And uh, I do want to say these boys are so talented and so cute. And we bought we got lucky enough and bought the VIP special package, whatever the heck the name was. And it was a whole ass fan sign. Ah! We had no idea. We had no idea. We showed up. We we're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be boom. Ace is right in front of me. And they're, they're like literally five feet away from me. And I'm sitting down. I'm like, wow. Okay. This is a whole fan sign. I was not prepared. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm an awkward little bean right now, <laughs> but but they made it so much better. They were so cute and so funny, and wow, this just made me made, like love Ace so much more. And it's really cool because like all of us as a whole, we got to kind of see them. We're we're getting to see them grow because like we started out when like they were in Canada, and then we went to this tour, and then me and Carolina saw them at K Expo, and they're only gonna get bigger from here. So they hold a special place in our heart. Just Literally. next time, just please advise that it is a fan sign because your bitch was not ready. Was not. And, and we looked dumb because everyone <laughs> had like sticky notes about where they wanted to sign. They had all their names printed out so the boys knew how to spell their names. They had like diagrams and pictures of the poses that they wanted and they had their questions written down. We were just like, uh. A PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Like everything. <laughs> It was insane. I do want to say, though, um, we did take pictures and like everybody stayed in the room while they were taking the picture. And it was so, so cute because then we saw like all the other poses and things like that. And we would be laughing with them and things. Um, But for my pose, I I was just like, yo, let's do a squad pic. So I like squatted up and I like got down low, like in my knees, like with my my peace signs and shit. Yo, Don got so hyped. They were just like so excited about it. I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. I made the mistake of asking them what they wanted me to do. So don't. (laughs) Don't do that, especially if your bias is chatty, because they'll come up with something a mess. I was like, I was in a whole dress, but it's fine. <laughs> he did not care, but that was so he cute. didn't. We're not better or anything know, that, right? that we didn't get that option. They're racist. Ace is great. You should check them out, but don't go to the fan signs because the fan signs suck. So we'll just go for you and let and you know endure that pain for you. Thank you. <laughs> You don't have to get through the awkward. We got you. Uh, following the success of BTS's Burn the Stage in theaters twice, Twice Land is going to hit theaters 
Um, they already have. <laughs> they hit theaters today, right? Was it this weekend? It's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. So it was just like select theaters. They were going to show Twice Land, which is pretty dope. Um, so once they got seven movie coming out, and when will they show it in theaters? Thank you. Apparently, that would buy out the whole theater. theater. Just so I can her. sit by myself. Yeah. It'll be like that thing, like, it's my birthday party. We're going to the movies and seeing God 7. My mom rented the whole theater for us. <laughs> but yeah, but congrats to them because this is really freaking huge. But it's just funny because when they announced just like the theater names, I'm like, JYP, J- J- JYP culture. We don't got our shit together. <laughs> like, right. Notice she said we. <laughs> Notice that she said I'm we. Like, you're part of JYP. I'm part of after all. <laughs> Exactly. Um, oh, God. I'm excited about this news. AOMG, a.k.a. Above Ordinary Music Group, a.k.a. Kings of Hip Hop in Korea, um, are coming to the States, well, to North America, on a very, very short, but... And random. And very random. And very short notice. tour dates. With very short notice. But AOMG is coming... To do a small little promo tour uh, with Loco, One J, Simon Dominic, Gray, and DJ Wagon, Amen, who I fucking love. So I will be there. Cynthia will be there. Uh, they were going to New York, LA, Vancouver, and Toronto. Catch us at Vancouver. Catch us in Vancouver. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I genuinely did not think I would see AOMG like it, until I went to Korea to see them. I never thought that they would come to the States because I know Carolina went and saw them. Yes, I saw them tour. in 2016 and it was lit. I touched Jay Park's titty. It was amazing. <laughs> Her claim to fame. And I went by myself too and I was just like, but I was living my best life. I met some awesome girls there. It was a great old time. And I know that this tour is probably going to be even better because local. No, this tour is going to be so crappy. I don't even want to go to this stupid (laughs) tour and waste my stupid money. (laughs) Terika's a little better. Just a time with good reason. Terika, plug your ears so you don't hear this part because I'm about to say something that you probably aren't going to like. I did not think I was going to see Loco before he enlisted in the military. And God blessed me. With one of my favorite rappers. And I am so fucking happy. So that'll be a that'll be a fun tour. Um I'm wondering, I'm thinking Jay Park is probably gonna show up. Me and me and Kilea were talking about it and I just find it so funny because if you look on AOMG's like page, like in the Instagram under the comments, they're like, Oh, so Jay's not going, like no Jay Park, no Jay Park. I'ma laugh my ass off if they don't announce Jay until after tickets go on sale and the show sells out. Well, that's my thing. I'm I feel like he is definitely probably going to show up. Like, he's I have to roll up. He's just going to show up. I think so. Like, yeah, that just sounds like what Jay would do. He did that for. Um, hire. Yeah, for hire. Yeah, so why back. would he not for AONG? Unless he has like prior, uh, like previous engagements, like in Korea or something. But I doubt it. I have a strong feeling that he's but probably going to be at the show. hire is that he didn't show up at any other show. Like, he was at the shows, but he didn't perform at any other show but the Seattle show. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm not counting on Jay being there. If he does pop up, that's lit. Like, for hire, I was like, I was like, oh, of course he's going to be there. But I didn't think, like, anything was going to go down. 
But if he does show up for AMG lit, if he doesn't, I don't give a fuck because it's gray and it's Simon and local and 1J and that's enough for my Well, talking about gray, that's a great segue to our comeback section for this week. Gray did come back with a song that's 20 minutes, 20 minutes long. It's the 119 remix. And I'm going to let Kat take oh over God. from here for this wow. K-pop. My attention I mean, span was not prepared. For this K-hip-hop okay. <laughs> Um, If you know uh, the song originally, it was a song that Nafla did on Show Me The Money 777. He eventually became the winner of show me the money so congratulations to nafla anyway um but yes gray released a remix of 119 um with 51 yes 51 rappers Um, 51 51 I listened to 51 people. Oh, my God. I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, All at once. So he did, like, a handful of rappers from each uh, label. And, yeah, they each got a verse. Uh, and, yeah, it was magnificent. I loved every second of it. Um, yes. It's really good. And everyone should listen to it. I know it's a stretch. 20 minutes is a lot. I get it. But it's so good. And <sighs> I didn't expect everyone to sound so great together because it's so many people. Yeah, it's like different styles. It did, yeah. So many different people with so many different styles and different flows. So, you know, when you... I think particularly in rap music, when people do collaborations, it can be hard to match specific rappers with one another. But the great thing about K-hip-hop is I feel like every record label... All of their artists have similarities Mm -hmm. because obviously the CEOs are rappers themselves in a lot of cases. So they know what they like and they know the structure that they like rappers to have. So the segue is like each label has a section. So AOMG went first, obviously, because it's a Grey's label. So it was like Simon and then Loco and then Jay. So what he did was segue them into the labels that are most similar to them. And I think it was really great. Amazing production. The beat is i mean it's gray so remember gray. when we thought it was gonna be a song for like three minutes and everybody would just be like "Ooh!" <laughs> yeah i was just like it's gonna be 119 minutes long so it's gonna be he super short and everybody's gonna be like yeah <laughs> yeah you just get like one word in there <laughs> but no he he said psych you guys get a 24 minute song and then of course gray ended it yeah and i was just like man it like gray is uh a genius i enjoyed it i feel like i'm gonna put it on my playlist to work out that's your whole workout (laughs) (laughs) right it was also really worry about switching it like what should i listen to next this one song 24 minutes start running and don't stop until it stops right like i said i know it seems like a lot 20 minutes is like what but it's definitely worth it it's great at one point i felt like i wasn't listening to the same song i mean it had the same beat but the flows and everything switched up so much that you were just kind of like oh well, this is um, that's, that's good too that he's showing. Great. It was like everybody's, um, like everybody got their shine, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. I was like one was big good. cipher. It was great. It was. It was really Ooh, great. BTS at the end of the song. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool too because there was a lot of like rappers that I didn't really know or like I've mm. kind of heard some of their yeah. stuff on like features and stuff, but I haven't like delved into their music. So I like took notes on like who I liked. There's this one guy. I think his name is Day Day, and he made a reference yeah. to a song that I had to memorize in eighth grade for AP history. And <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> he said, "We didn't start the fire." He said, "But I brought the lighter." And I was like, "I love that song." We didn't start the fire. It's a, really, it's a history song. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, you are my new favorite human. So now I'm going to look into his music. <laughs> yeah, he was on Show Me the Money um, on Gray and Simon's season, actually. He was on TMAOMG. So. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's Korean-American. I could be wrong. I feel like he has to be to know that song. Like, no one's yeah. going to make a reference Maybe to that Maybe he wasn't AP song. History, too, Terika. <laughs> we were in the right? same class. You guys didn't notice him in the back. I didn't imagine. <laughs> we're going to have a little K-Hip-Hop corner because... Yes. Uh, Let's talk about Coogie with Justin Bieber because, wow. Yes. Wow, this song. I freaking wow, love this, this music song. Video. And you love this song? I love this song. Oh! Yes. No. Not only because... Okay, listen. I love this song, but... I also like the way that Jay Park was singing because this that was is my this, favorite part. This is, yes, that's my favorite part because this is the way, this is the music from Jay Park that I truly, fully enjoy. Okay. When he was doing the R&B with his riffs, like his riffs, his his riffs, no, but like the, this is for me, Jay Park's like feature in it, how he's singing, like the R&B and everything. This is the type of music that I like Jay Park, like, for him to do. So I was living for it. At first, I thought that Justin Bieber was in the song, and I was so confused. Everyone did. Everyone <laughs> did. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, wait, no, it's just called that. And um, I really enjoyed it. It had a really cool and chill vibe, and yeah. the video was kind of low-key crazy. Yes. <laughs> like, cycle. But it was it was a good time. I really, really enjoyed this song. Yeah. Um, so Cookie is really great. The whole EP is really good. You should listen to it. Well, I don't know if it's considered an EP or an album but it's seven songs it's called emo number one uh, <laughs> sold um, cookie's really great he was on show me the money this season and even before that he released music but show me the money was like a stepping was like a platform for him to get more known please give him support he's really good he has a song called bouncing that's amazing but the whole ep is really good i guess koreans love names that rhyme because now we're gonna go to woogie <laughs> Amazing. Wookie no, of no, higher no. music. Uh, released, uh, I tried to make a Wookie sound, but it didn't, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> and I do know it's Wookie and not Wookie, but you know. <laughs> but um, Wookie released a song called Welcome to Soul uh, featuring Ugly Duck, uh, J Park, and PH1. Yes. Um, and let me tell you, I love this. I love this man's style of production and the style of music he likes to make because he incorporates hip hop with instruments with like real oh, instruments so if you watched uh loco when he was on hyena of the keyboard because he produced the song with loco and huasa you saw that he like makes all his own things like with guitars and with bass and i really love this song and i love ph1 in this damn song I was you know like, what yes, i do too harry. i was digging harry i was like yes <laughs> harry come through but uh for this song like I was whatever about it, but um, the <gasps> feeling I got from it is like they were talking, you know, like when it says welcome to Seoul, it's kind of like each individual like story, like how they went to Seoul to try to be like in music and do all this stuff. And I think that that was really unique. And at the end, when whoever was singing, they were trying to be like talking Korean and it was just not working. That was so funny. I was so funny. And I was like, wow, that was me when I was in Korea. <laughs> he said, taxi. Busan, Busan. <laughs> relatable. He's great. He's one of he. Well, I would say he is like my favorite artist on higher music. Um, I love the way he produces music and the different interpretations he has in making music because a lot of his stuff obviously is very hip hoppy, but then he does have a really cool way of incorporating like a rockier vibe. Yeah, and really a funky. more 
guitar driven yeah like funky vibe so i love woogie funky and time. when i met him at k-con i was like yes king okay oh <laughs> yeah that guy yeah <laughs> i love him so who else is on this who else is on this song it's him uh, uh jay park is jay park uh ph1 and ugly duck i think i liked ugly ducks first a lot yeah he was the first rapper was I ugly think duck. So. yes i was trying to think who else it was but yeah i like this song i think uh, this one out of the two this one and justin bieber i think i like this one the best i Ooh. feel like it was like yeah because i felt like it was more like friends sitting around telling their stories like they were just like rapping like yeah, for fun it wasn't it. like a song it was just like them like we're gonna just do like a like, rap, rap battle real quick <laughs> rap let's rap just battle. like in the basement like hey let's just drop this beat real quick and do this <laughs> it was fun and it was funny and i liked it and i liked the guitars love it the final um k-hip-hop artist that came back juno flow juno yeah. fine <sighs> juno flow came back with a song called i Pi- pilot autopilot <laughs> uh featuring boa yeah uh, and if you didn't know juno flow also featured on boa's album so i guess it was like a give and take thing but i love this song i lo- y'all know i love me some juno fine okay <laughs> <laughs> the right. man is a snack and a half and his f- voice is incredible and his flow is one of my favorites and i love this song it's really great the music video was super cute and comical yes it was and, so funny um i would just like to give a shout out to tiger jk busy and yumi ray for their incredible acting yes (laughs) do you know what this video reminded me of what this video reminded me it gave me the feel of that um shoddy like mine with the bow the myspace (laughs) when he's like in the little like with the map behind him when he was like in the little screen when the map was behind him and he's like juno airlines or whatever (laughs) and it was like music hip-hop and then it had all the feel good yes (laughs) thank you thank you for supporting this cat like amazing well um here i am the jyp representative to tell you that got seven came back with a repackage of their album um and their title song is miracle a song dedicated to all the agassis and i was um living my best emo life thanks to them i freaking love this concept i love that it's like a christmas song we haven't gotten a christmas anything from them Mm -hmm. since confession song so yeah and then that one was kind of more like a beat and things like that. This one is like more of a ballad. It's their first title song that they're like not dancing or anything like that. And wow, the visuals and the song itself. I cried when I saw the music video, of course. Because like the- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but I do want to say that I love that Got7 does songs like this and that they're kind of like including like the fans and even in the music videos, like they're helping this little girl and they're like, you can't see them. Like the little girl can't see them, but she still sees them like helping her. So it's like, even if we don't see them, like even if Agassiz can't see them, like they're always there for us and I love them for it. In the music video where JB was carrying the sweater over, if I was that little girl, I would have screamed bloody murder. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, my sweater is coming towards me. If I was outside and I saw footsteps in the snow, I would also run away. (laughs) But Bam Bam looks like a snow angel. (laughs) He looks so good. He's so good. 
It was. And sad. why were they wearing? Um, my problem is they were all wearing snakeskin boots. I was oh, like, yeah. why? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I in the elements, wearing snakeskin boots. <laughs> <laughs> like, why the they t- fuck is there snakeskin boots on all of them? They got. This. They got a, a. They took a page out of Bam Bam's fashion. Oh my god! Show basically. I need them to put that page back in vogue. <laughs> <laughs> you guys would also know my full comments, um, but you know JYP blocked my video, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Still better. But um, I know that there's a lyric that it's like the green starlights will shine down one by one, and I think that the <sighs> this song is just so emo, and it just shows like the relationship between Agassiz and and Got Seven itself, and how. You know, there's so many of us, and even though we can't all, like, they can't all see us and know us personally, but they still love us so much, and I just, I felt that. I do want to highlight, too, uh, with this repackage, they have two other songs that are brand new, and they included, finally, all the solos from the tour, which I am so happy about. Yeah, JB looked good as fuck. <laughs> when he was smiling, it looked like it was painful for him. Like he was just like, I gotta smile. <laughs> and then Young Jay came out and I was like, oh, cute little baby. Yeah, he was so handsome. So, so, so cute. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go through a mirror and have Bam Bam play sn- with snow <laughs> with me. Right? You right. You know, the part when they were all sitting and standing with the little girl, all like smiling off in the distance, and Jackson put his hand around Bam Bam. I saw that fucking stretch. He was on his tippy toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also that scene where the girl looked outside the window and she was shook because Jinyoung was on her Jin-Yang roof. Was I said, right you there. right, same. <laughs> if I saw Jinyoung right out my window, I'd be like, you right, I'm going outside without a jacket. Don't worry. I'd be like, no, you want to come in? I <laughs> would have right. That's, out that's my exactly what I would have said, Kat. You could just come in. It's cold out there. You want to come inside? It's cold outside. <laughs> oh. um, La Bomb came out with a new song called Turn It On. I... Loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad someone did. They're amazing. It was like an ant for me. Really? I really yeah. liked the song. Like the song, it was like, all right. But I no, couldn't I yeah, no. get into it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But I was just like, oh, okay. Exactly. I was into it. Yeah, me and, and I was got... into the red with the with the hair with Solby. She had like a red hair with that, fit, like went dark. Oh, yeah, she looked into good. The black. She looked good. And with the red, all I was, red outfit. I, I was confused. Crazy. So, like, are they dead? Are they alive? Right? Like, like, what's is going June on? June a zombie and, like, not oh, a zombie. Yeah, June anymore? being a zombie was hot. Yeah. It was hot. <laughs> but me and terica watched like we we low-key like heard it together and um it was we were both like "Mm, okay cool i was into it i was into the song a lot i really liked it it was something very different from la bomb i liked it a lot the music video was weird yeah the the yeah the music video was weird i really liked the music video though it was like weird, creepy. I had no idea what yeah. was going on. So Starship released their holiday music video uh, called Christmas Time. And it's uh, basically like the whole Starship um, artist. They do a song together every year. And I loved it. It was so cute. And t- did you see there's a part that is Monster X doing Cosmic Girls dance? And then Cosmic and, Girl doing and, their yes! dance. And then, the, and then doing shootout and it was so yes. good and I loved how they started the song with <gasps> yeah. uh, Wound, and it then went into I forgot the name of those the artists that they're there but it's just like it was such a good combo of like 
vocals. But I do want to say that K. Will got thick and he looked good. He did. (laughs) I was like, wait, he looks familiar. And then I realized and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Also, I felt dumb because I was just like, wow, those two guys look alike. And then I realized those are the twins from Boyfriend. (laughs) So I'm an idiot. Yo, okay, so so boyfriends that show up on this, and I was so shook when they did. <laughs> they showed up, and I was like, oh, oh my god! Yeah, but it was. It's just like really, really, really cute music video showing them like the Starship family, and it's just like really obviously Christmassy. And I love the part where it was Kihyun and the girl from Cosmic Girl, my and they were like girl, singing together. Also, um, update on my search for a Monster X bias. I think Kia may be in the running now. Kay moving <gasps> on. <laughs> Ooh. But now that we're talking about Monster X, I do want to point out that they did finish their uh, run with Jingle Ball, with the Jingle Ball tour. Um, and I do want to say that they were probably the main attraction for the whole tour that yes. they were on. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, there was, especially the Minneapolis show, kind of the lineup sucked. And I didn't say this. Uh, the pa- newspaper in Minneapolis did. Yeah. So the fact that Monster X added, that's why mainly the show was uh, pretty much sold out. So congrats to them for that, bringing out the crowd. And they also got to perform at the New York one, um, which was not in their lineup. So that was pretty cool as well. And Monster X is just killing the game. So congrats to them. Like, I'm excited to see what's coming up for them. Um, Uptension came back uh, with a new song called Blue Rose. I was feeling it. I felt it because it looked felt like a mini Vix. You know what? Oh, it did. They had the kind of melody, like the melody and like the the verses were really like pretty and nice and soft. And then like the verses were like Victorian, like opera, like hard. Yes. Like it was just so good. I was. It like, was so yes. dramatic and intense. Yes. Like I loved it. I felt like they were about to do like a, like a heist, a heist plan for a blue rose. Like they were <laughs> it was great. It was a great, like, visually, it looked really good. And I was just like, yes, I was all about it. I was like, yes, this reminds me of Vix. It was like a mix of Vix and K&K. I was like, yes, I'm here for it. That's probably why I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Also, I didn't really, I didn't realize that there were so many of them. Yeah, there's yeah. 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I get that now. I told y'all, I'm real slow with the uptake. Remember the whole story I just told about the twins from Boyfriend? I was just like, oh, well, they kind of look alike, but I don't want to be that person. I was like, but you can be, because they're twins. <laughs> I like this song. Like, I never really, like, I don't stand up tension like that. But this song is really good. Like, great. I really, I truly enjoyed start. it. I wish I knew who a specific member was. Because we can find out later. We can find out. fine. And I hope he is of legal age well moving on to our album review of the week um it's an emotional one it's on you Uh, with voice vocals vocals. vocal king this album screams vocal king and and dramatic and emo and tears the freaking music video was so dramatic for blue it was so haunting like it just draws you in and i kind of felt chills like not even just from his voice but just like the music video itself like it made me feel like cold like in a like i don't know it was just so powerful like you could feel the emotion just from like listening to this song but i feel like the video too like it had a lot of symbolism and for some reason i feel like 
it showed maybe like the route like yeah shiny's like 10 year type thing um it's like him leaving a house and i feel like maybe that's like their foundation and then they he goes out into like the world and that's like shiny the beauty and all this and shout out to somebody like they wrote a comment which brought this to my attention so i don't know who this person was if you're ever listening to this i totally agree with what you just said that one person did point out that at one point it's like he's looking at another Onyo and then he mm. starts losing, like he starts like his hands are wet and like all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, and then the second Onyo disappeared and it's like he's losing himself. And then after that, it was like a beacon of light came and like show, showed him the way. He does talk about blue lights. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what this person commented was that uh, she feels or he feels that there was a point which was, John Hyun's death that he felt like he lost himself and then mm-hmm. he saw like a light showing him the way and that's yeah. kind of like shiny itself and I was like bro you didn't have to go that deep wow in the yeah, comment section also with because when the thing with Jung Hyun happened Onu was still in hiding from the controversy yeah yeah that had happened so like he hadn't bit he hadn't made a public appearance until what happened with Jung Han? So like, imagine like being in hiding, like trying to like figure out everything, and then that happens, and the first time you have to face the public again, is going to like your member's funeral. Like how sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he is my shiny bias, and that man's voice is like velvet to me. So I I'm this album was perfectly named voice literally because mm-hmm. he is the voice of shiny. Yeah, well, the second song on the album is Every Street or Your Scent. And I love this song. Again, with the emo vibes. It's kind of like an I Miss You song and a soft and sweet ballad. I lucky feel like this whole album is about John Hyun. I'm not even like, I'm just... Really? Mm-hmm. I just yeah, felt I like... It felt like the emotions... I can see where you would think that, like, because of the songs and, like, the lyrics and stuff. But I felt like this was probably the project where where he poured all of the emotion from what happened into. So that's probably more so why it felt like that. But I feel like there's a few songs that are not about the situation with Jonghyun. But then there's a few that very clearly are about it. Like, what I got from, like, an overall, like, and when I'm looking back at my notes, like, I wrote the word longing a lot. Like, it's, like, a sense of just, like... Yeah, like, like longing look- for, like, love or longing for somebody. Yeah. And just, like, looking back, and then I feel like it's, like, a journey of it. And I think it just kind of, like, the turning point was what happened with Jungkook. Like, yeah. what really... And I think it's very significant that this album came out when it did because obviously he is enlisting now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it was significant for him to give us some type of body of music that expressed what he was feeling before he went into enlistment. Because, yeah. you know, it's the start of Shiny now. All the members are slowly going to start enlisting because they're at that age. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's, it's like a gift and... The same thing like what Chang Sub is going to do. He's going to give a solo thing. So I think the timing of this, because everybody was like, why is it so close to when Key released his album? Like, why is it so close to this? And I don't think Onu wanted anything but to give us something before yeah, he definitely. went away. 
And I mean, they've even said it like they don't care about all the like charts and blah, blah, blah. Like they just want to give us music. So and again, and it's like most of the people that talk all all about this are not even like shiny stands. Yeah, because I didn't even even cross my mind like how close the album was. The only thing that like caught me by surprise is that they announced it. And then like it was so soon that I kind of like didn't think it was happening that fast and so I was kind of upset that I didn't get to listen to it till later in the day it was nothing about like <laughs> right it's so close to Key's album like if it was up to me they could just all release solos back right? to the, the same day, day. <laughs> yeah day. the yeah. same day who cares but yeah well back to the album itself um your scent I really really truly enjoy the song it's a very sweet sad ballad so that was pretty good um then you have under the starlight which is again another Ooh, powerful. That's my ballad. favorite song. I really like the song. There was this. Oh, let me pull up the lyric. I really liked because I was like, "Oh my gosh, you fucking right." Hold up. When I feel calm, I did not know it was love. A child who fell asleep without any worries, and just like that specific line, really resonated with me because I always think about that. I always think about when was the last time that I was not worried <laughs> anyway <laughs> about anything about really. Anything. Well, <laughs> and I just like went through life with no worries, and I'm like, damn, it was really when I was a child. So when I read that lyric, I was like, oh, right here, you right, you right, right in the feels, right in the feels. But overall, I really like that song, and, and it's amazing, and will be on my playlist. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I got the same thing, like the same like sense of nostalgia for childhood, because like at the mm-hmm. beginning he said like when he was a kid he wanted to be an adult, and now that yeah. you're an adult you're kind of no, like you want to be like no. you want to go back to that, but then you're also super thankful for the people along the way who helped mold your adulthood because he talked about like friendships and things like that too yeah and, and the I, people that has been with him yeah yeah and mm-hmm. i like that um when he's saying that he's like you know my friends and my my family whatever and he's like like the stars in the night sky protecting me kind of like mm-hmm. you know it go, I, I thought about it too like you know like he is enlisting and doing all this stuff and i feel like he feels like if he looks up at the stars it's like that's the people he loves looking down on him like protecting him i I love all these star references (laughs) me too the next song is called what kind of relationship or sign yes it's my favorite favorite. (laughs) a good song it's the more upbeat song of the album and it's very like jazzy and very cute like he sounds so cute in this song i love it i love him it's so like quirky and awkward like the feel of the music like yeah. it reminded me a lot of 10 centimeter like it gave me a 10 centimeter vibe yes I feel like <gasps> yes i, I feel it. that i love this music but then like i read the lyrics and i was like this is kind of sad yeah low-key it <laughs> low-key <why>? is <laughs> i was like why are all these like upbeat songs like why do they have sad lyrics like <laughs> they, they're trying to like mask Keep us like yeah, that's life. Like, we're all sad on the inside, but we're just pretending to be upbeat and happy. Dang. <laughs> There's a lyric, again, about stars, where he's like, uh, when you closed your eyes, the stars of you are dazzling or something like that. And I was just like, oh, that's so sweet. So cute. Oh, cute. He's so cute. My little baby. Oh, my God. His smile is my favorite thing in the world. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm sorry. Cat is me last week or the week before we were talking about a key. <laughs> like, <laughs> He is, listen, Lee Jinky is my shiny bias. He is my baby. Like, he is a grown man, but he's a tiny little baby to me. That is true. He's so full of joy and love, and I'm just, I'm really sad that he's going to be gone. Uh, Next song on the album, we going from falling in love and being all quirky to was it love 
or illusion which which he helped write actually in this song and um we we went back to sad a sad song a we very did. sad song <laughs> but like, i like it i love that song too it's one of my second favorites yeah it was like a breakup song i was just like all right this album like, hurt you i know well yeah and then he like uh he helped he either helped write it or he wrote it entirely i'm not too sure but i was just like all right man like like, I was like, drop a pin. Who did well, this? Why me? are you hurting so much on you? And why are you telling us this right before you leave for two years? Right? right? What are we supposed to do now? Tell us like, the tea. I just really liked it. I liked the lyrics to it a lot as well. And he sounded masterful in the chorus. I was like, yes, my vocal king. Yes, that's all I have to say about it. Oh, Carolina's, Carolina's favorite song. Yes, so. we're moving on to my favorite song, which is... Shine on you. Shine on you. Yet another great Shine song. Shine on you. Um, this song is my favorite song of the album. The song started and I automatically got chills when it started. Mm-hmm. Um, Onyu did write for this one as well. And I remember like when I was listening to the album and this song started, I automatically got tears in my eyes and I had no idea what was being said. But mm-hmm. I love this song. I love the lyrics to this song and even at the end like uh, his song like this his voice just is so soft in this song and I absolutely love it I feel like he's just like telling me like a little story and then at the end everything's like you his lyric uh is uh you are my everything I can do all for you I love you and the song ends and yo oh my god I'm like oh, I want to cry right now um <laughs> I just I felt like so like I've talked about it before on the podcast, but Shiny was what solidified me being a K-pop fan. And reading lyrics like this, it just, it, I just felt so loved. Like I asked the shower, like I felt so loved and I have so much love for this group itself and hearing this song and just how sweet it was. And it could be like a little lullaby. And I definitely thought that this was a fan song, especially called Shine On You because, you know, with Shiny mm-hmm. and things like that. And I had there is another lyric that in the song that is like together with the stars floating over there. You see me. And again, going back to the stars and all this stuff. And I thought I was just it was just so beautiful. And I feel like it was just so personal with like shiny world itself. Did you guys see that thing about um, that comment? That's going to that's going to. And everybody was was saying that it's him wishing. Yeah. yeah, Minho, happy birthday. Minho, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it is going to be like its brightest on December 18. I'm like, wow. He couldn't just let it go. Never. We <laughs> love style. an overdramatic man. That's what's like, <laughs> not his style. <laughs> Time piece. This is the song that I thought. I in my notes, I literally put, we all know, with like 10 crying faces. Yeah, like, right. This is yep. the vibe that I got from this song, and I bawled like a baby. This is the one that I knew. I was like, well... Yeah, this is yep. the song that he wanted to just and destroy I mean, everyone's motion. What is it with them and putting the last song as the song? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, he did the same thing. <laughs> and then they did the same thing in their shiny album. The like, shiny album, you? yep. Yes. But, but I mean, he even said it. There's a lyric in Timepiece that says, the first day I met him, met him. please stop yep. the time and do not move until I yep. fall asleep. My soul was aching. And it's the thing, like, we've seen shiny, like, grow and obviously, like, I haven't been there since their debut, but 
when you go back and you watch like videos of them and, with like, their hair yeah <laughs> when they even when they're like on variety shows or they're doing like reality shows and stuff that bond was just unlike a lot of i think they're the first k-pop group where you really saw that they were like a family like it wasn't just uh they were in this to make music and make they content would, they would then, take each other to like school yeah I like know. they took yeah, yeah. so the people they like, wouldn't oh. bully taemin yeah. <laughs> and like you know they'd even when they were on like hello baby i don't know if you guys ever watched that but they're just so like in love with one another and you know it's a different thing to lose somebody that you love that much, you know? Yeah. It's Yeah. Like the you don't express it because you don't want to have people feel burdened about it, but yeah. like on the inside you're like slowly like w- wilting away. Like you're yeah. slowly like just not yourself. You don't feel Yeah. So, the fact that he put it into a song which, I mean, we all knew. We all knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that he put it into a song that, you know, their fan base could relate to in that sense, it, I think it meant a lot. I think that's why it's one of the songs. Of course, I cried when I first yeah. listened to it. I cried when I read the lyrics for it. Yeah. And I think it's one of those songs that's going to resonate. It's going to be like a the song in like the repertoire of shiny and then it's like combined combined with the lyrics itself and you know like wanting to turn back time and always remembering all the memories yeah and then combined with onu's power vocals again in this song it was like an it was an emotional roller coaster really the thing also is that you know i don't think anyone expected him to be so blunt <laughs> about it yeah. being the song like yeah. i think people were expecting like subtle lyrics and like maybe like clues that this was yeah. a song about jung han but this was like like he told you <laughs> he did everything but say his name basically yeah. yeah basically so you know i did notice you throughout his album the mention of stars and the mention of the moon mm-hmm. the color blue Mm-hmm. Yep. And the and wind. The wind, yes. So seeing this and it being like still own you and still like him showing his colors and what he wants to write and his thoughts and, uh, you know, the music he wants to show and, and still seeing like the love that is there for Jonghyun and all this stuff, like it, it just, it made me feel happy. Like it made me feel happy. Obviously, like yeah. I was crying, but still, but I was like, it made me happy that his legacy like will go on basically yeah i yeah. feel like the at members. this point it has been nearly a year which is crazy crazy i know to think about um but at this point you know everyone is mourning but in a way that they're capable of feeling emotion without it deterring from the fact that he was uh, an incredible human so like at first when it happened obviously everyone was distraught like nobody believed it nobody knew what they would do like shiny obviously didn't say anything didn't do anything so i think at this point now that shiny has kind of gotten back into like releasing music and you know you see the shiny's back show that they had on m2 where it was like yeah it's not that he isn't there with them but it's they're living their life just as you know their fan base should be living their life in Jonghyun's memory, like in his legacy. I think Onu released this at the perfect time because I think now everybody has accepted it and everyone is living with the, his legacy and his remembrance, but nobody is hurt 
anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? It's at those stage where now it's kind of like you're remembering the happy times. Yes. So if you are crying, exactly. it's not so much out of like pain. It's more out of like, you know, like tears of love happiness and, and love. Yeah. 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 All in all, this album, Onu is an incredible vocalist. One of my favorite in SM. One of my favorite in K-pop in general. So I wasn't expecting anything less. Oh, the album was beautifully named Voice, obviously. Yes. And he, with Blue as the title track, he just proved that he is, like, superior as far as vocalists He is go. the voice of Shiny. Yeah. So we're going to move on now. I haven't done one in a while, but I'm going to do a stand corner. Yay! Oh. Um, my stand corner this week is for PLT. They are a collective of soloists signed to Planetarium Records. Um, there is five members technically, and the sixth member being the CEO of Planetarium Records. But um, Jun, um, Moti, Jung Jun Woo, Jaho, Villain, and then Kiji, which is like the ceo but he's not really a member of like plt i guess you can say but it is a five-piece collective june if you don't know wrote and produced and was the background vocals in alanga's songs for bts they are some of my favorite vocalists right now in krmb and i think they're this group this collective as soloist and as the collective plt are gonna bring k hip-hop and krmb to the next level i think their music is so good jung jun Woo. Uh, on the 15th of November, I think, he released his album. It's so good. You should listen to it. Um, Jimin from JYP Jimin, she features on it. And then there's a rapper, two rappers on there, Modi and Villain. And they're really great as well. And this is just a collective that I really want people to try to get into. And because I feel like in the next year, like in 2019, it's going to be their year. And I think they're going to just kill it consistently but um they have uh an album as a collective that's out and they also have individual stuff june just recently released things villain i think he's working on an album so it's moti and uh Gaho so does a lot like of r&b yeah so uh, essentially there's like three vocalists and two rappers so okay. yeah they do vocals and all of them do their own production and do their own like composing and stuff and they're just a really they came out as soloists, but they are a collective. So, like, they release music together. A lot of people think they're a group, but they're not really a group. They release music together, and then they release music as individuals like as well. And I just think, as far as, like, KRMB and K-hip-hop go, they are the next generation of just killing it. Lit. So, I saw my music taste talking about them. Yes, they will be going on tour soon. So, so make them make them makes y'all. Yeah, make some makes for me, you know. Please. And if they do the VIP thing, just know that it's a whole ass fan sign. <laughs> yeah, right. Be, be prepared. prepared. Yeah, they don't tell you these things. Well, okay. Well, um, shall Songs we end this as uh, for song of the week? Who wants to go yes. first? Cynthia. Um, my song of the week is all of Day Six's album that's coming out tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Amazing. <laughs> it's, 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 all of Day Six's album that's coming out tomorrow. Hell yeah, <laughs> wow. I'm so excited. I have been counting down for her. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, my song of the week is a song by a member of PLT. Uh, Jung Jin Woo's from his album is called Tattoo. A bop. Listen to it. My song of the week is Come On by Got7 of their repackaged album. Oh, wow. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. I, because 
I'm me and very indecisive. I have two songs of the week. Yes. The first one is, once again, Take Me Higher by Ace. Because yes. I've been hyped to once again see my baby boy be able to perform this song with the rest Daddy. of the group. And my... Our baby boy. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Earlier you said my mans and I let it go. So I'm... You know, <laughs> I actually thought about that after I said it. And I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> exactly. My second song of the week is Sassy Me by my girls Red Velvet. Because tickets yeah. go on sale on Saturday. And I'm nervous. You're right. Another pop of the week everybody should listen to is Late Night by Grand Loco. Late Night. Oh, also, we're not going to Chicago anymore. We're going to L.A. We're going to L.A. That's why you were catching me in in L.A. Because it's the same weekend. (laughs) So uh, whether you are switching it up and going to L.A. for Red Velvet (laughs) instead of Chicago, (laughs) or you are seeing AOMG in Vancouver, make sure you always, always, fangirl on.